lesson from the book of Sirach. Before all ages, in the beginning he created me, and through all ages I shall not cease to be. In the holy tent I ministered before him, and in Zion I fixed my abode. Thus in the chosen city he has given me rest. In Jerusalem is my domain. I have struck root among the glorious people in the portion of my God, his heritage, and my abode is in the full assembly of saints. Continuation of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, as Jesus was speaking to the multitudes, a certain woman from the crowd lifted up her voice and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts that nursed you. But he said, Rather, blessed are they who hear the word of God and keep it. The saving words of the gospel. Today I'm celebrating a votive mass of Holy Mary on Saturday. It's our tradition to celebrate masses in honor of the Mother of God on Saturdays. And so today let us ask the Mother of God, our fallen nature's solitary boast, to draw her heavenly mantle over all of our family and fr families and friends, and also over all of our enemies or those who are in conflict with us, and ask her to protect both them and us from all spiritual and temporal harm. Uh, in our gospel uh, passage today, we have a context, of course. Uh, the Lord has just been casting out demons, and he's had a, a verbal sparring match with people who wanted to put him to the test. And so this woman in the crowd shouts out the praise of Christ by praising his mother. And that instinct, of course, is absolutely correct. But the Lord, he, um, he deflects this praise and uh, reflects the, re deflects the praise from the physical. You know, blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts that, that nursed you. So he deflects from the physical. And he's, I think what he's doing here is something that, that uh, the Lord will do again after his resurrection. When uh, Mary Magdalene encounters him in the garden, he says, do not hang on to me. Really be tangent. Don't, don't, grab on, don't grab on to me. Don't hold on to me. Because he, is now, he now needs to instruct those who are closest to him and who have been the most intimate with him in these years of his earthly ministry that they have to have a relationship, a new relationship with him. They're not going to be seeing him physically uh, in his human uh, in his human aspect anymore, he's going to have you know he's going to ascend to heaven. They will no longer see him. They need to understand how to have a different relationship with him, not in his uh, not in his physical view of his face and so forth, but in uh, with a spiritual relationship. He does the same thing on the road to Emmaus with uh, the men who are walking along. Eventually, they get to Emmaus. And then when he breaks the bread, they recognize who he is. And the breaking of the bread, they didn't recognize him in his physicality, but they recognize him now once he breaks the bread. And then what does he do? He disappears, leaving himself there with them in the breaking of the bread, you see. So the people they are going to have to have a new, a new way of, of relating uh, with the Lord in a more spiritual way. And so he begins to wean them, just to continue with our image here from the gospel, wean them away from one way of having a relationship with him to another. I think that's what's going on here. And it's, it's um, 
I think it's important for us uh, to to keep that in mind, especially when we look to see what's going on with with the church today. Mary is mother of God. She's mother of the church. And so I think we have to remember always in her spiritual dimension, uh, the church is the, is the uh, spotless bride of Christ. Even though in the outward appearances of the church and her people and so forth, um, there's a lot of, there are a lot of spots and a lot of great, there are great difficulties. But the church herself, the church herself and her magnificent uh, mystical dimensions, it's always going to be the spotless bride of Christ. We have to keep in mind uh, that this is who she is. And therefore, in our own activity in the church, with and for the church, fasting and praying and living our vocations properly, and uh, depending on what those are, you know, more intimately involved with the uh, more visible ministry of the church than others. Nevertheless, we all have to try to strive to be as good, um, good spiritual members of the of the church as we possibly can, and understanding that, of course, we're going to be under the pressure of the enemy of the soul uh, at times to forget that and to get mired in the details of the evils that we see within the church or those who are the church's own enemies within the church who are working to to destroy um, those uh, spiritual paths that people uh, need so very much for their uh, Catholic identity and for their daily living. And so there are going to be, there are going to be satanic attacks. And yet we have always the figure of Mary who will remind us always of the spiritual dimension of the church and her motherhood in her motherhood she'll help us to remember that she'll draw as i said before she'll draw her heavenly mantle over us to help to protect us from these things now um a little while ago i was reviewing some some uh some things i found a little a beautiful little book by uh archbishop marcel lefebvre who was the the, the founder of course of the of the sspx um uh, a great churchman in his day who did so much in, in Africa and uh, with a deep spirituality. And he wrote a beautiful little book on the rosary. And he makes a, a contrast between uh, different kinds of families. You know, we have this, we have this reference to family in the, in the gospel reading when the woman raises her voice and praises the Lord's mother and he deflects it. Remember, there's another time when Mary herself comes to find uh, the Lord and he says, you know, they say, your mother is outside. And he says, well, who is my mother? You know, who are my brothers and sisters and so forth? And then he points to those people who believe, the believers. They, they are family in, a, in another kind of way, in a deeper way. So, uh, or in a, in a very deep way indeed. But uh, speaking of the, the satanic and the attacks on the church and attacks on our souls and so forth, uh, there's this little passage here uh, from uh, Lefebvre's book on the rosary that I thought might be in, you know, helpful for you. He talks about the family of Mary and the family of Satan. And so here's, uh, here's Lefebvre uh, speaking. I will put an enmity between you, Satan, who deceived Eve and who led her with Adam in sin, and the woman, that is to say the Blessed Virgin, and between your descendants and his own. And of course, that's from Gen the third chapter of Genesis, right? God foresaw this in the history of mankind. There would henceforth be the family of Mary and the family of Satan. 
The first person who was free from the dominion of Satan was the Virgin Mary. Thus began a family which was not under the influence of Satan. However, it must be said, these two families are not, alas, still definitively separated. They are mixed up in this ordeal of life on earth. The members of the family of the Virgin Mary and those of the family of Satan are found in the same houses, in the same establishments, in the same countries, in the same regions. We meet them in the streets. We meet, we talk. So who will remain of the family of the Virgin Mary? Will we be able to protect our character as sons of God in the midst of this depraved world? This is why the church, of which Mary is the mother, has always wanted in the course of her history, by the will of our Lord Jesus Christ, that there be a particular line of priests, men and women, religious, who manifest by their life, by their fidelity to the virtue of our Lord Jesus Christ, that there is a family of the Virgin Mary, and that this family is powerful, and that this family is alive. And it is an example which trains the faithful, the Christians, and maintains them in their title of children of God. Uh, that's Lefebvre, who had such a deep love of uh, love of priests and of priesthood. Uh, that's why um, uh, he he did what uh, uh, what he did. He did what he did out of love of the priesthood, not out of defiance of any authority. And one can have a, a one opinion or another about that, but that's what, what, his, what his motive was. In any event, uh, I think he's right. And this is uh, this is something that reflects what the Lord Himself talks about in the parable of the the wheat and the tares. You know, where the enemy comes and sows cockles in the field of the wheat, and that they're separated. It's what Augustine talks about when he was dealing with the Donatist controversy, and he called the Church of Corpus per mixtum malis et bonis, a church which is mixed through with good people and with evil people. Um, it's what uh, we have in the in the images of the Lord's parables when he's talking about how um, the the angels will gather, you know, the the angels will separate the sheep and the goats. Right now they're together, or take the good fish and keep them and throw the bad fish away. This is we're it's all mixed together right now, and it makes it things very confusing for us. And so we have to try to uh, we have to be as as faithful as we can possibly be in our own. Uh, in our own uh, persons and in our own dealings with others, um, lest we be caught up uh, in that other family, uh, abandoning uh, the family of Mary in favor of the family of, of the enemy. So uh, today, um, again, asked Mary to put her heavenly mantle um, over both their friends and loved ones, but also over our enemies, those who are in the, the family of, of Satan. We want we want them to convert and to go to heaven too. We want everybody to go to heaven. We don't wish any other thing for them, uh, for their eternal destiny. Litanie Lauretani. Kyrie Kyrie <speaking in Spanish> 
Spiritu Sanctus Miserere Nobis, Santa Trinidad Urus Deus Miserere Nobis, Santa Maria Ora Pro Nobis, Santa Dei Genitrix Ora Pro Nobis, Santa Virgo Virginum Ora Pro Nobis, Mater Christi Ora Pro Nobis, Mater Ecclesiae Ora Pro Nobis, Mare Divine Grazie, ora pro nobis. Mare Purissima, ora pro nobis. Mare Castissima, ora pro nobis. Mare Inviolata, ora pro nobis. Mare Intemerata, ora pro nobis. Mare Amabilis, ora pro nobis. Mare Amirabilis, ora pro nobis. Mare Policonsidii, ora pro nobis. Mare Creatoris, ora pro nobis. Mare Salvatoris, ora pro nobis. Virgo Prudentissima, ora pro nobis. Virgo Veneranda, ora pro nobis. Virgo Predicanda, ora pro nobis. Virgo Vipotens, ora pro nobis. Virgo Clemens, ora pro nobis. Virgo Fidelis, ora pro nobis. Speculum justitiae ora pro nobis, sede sapientiae ora pro nobis, causa nostre letitiae ora pro nobis, bas spirituale ora pro nobis, bas honorabile ora pro nobis, bas insigne devotionis ora pro nobis, rosa mistica ora pro nobis, turista vinica ora pro nobis, Turis e Burdea, ora pro nobis. Domus Aurea, ora pro nobis. Pederis Arca, ora pro nobis. Yaluaceli, ora pro nobis. Stella Matutina, ora pro nobis. Salus Infirmorum, ora pro nobis. Refugium Peccatorum, ora pro nobis. Consolatrix Artictorum, ora pro nobis. Auxilium Christianorum, ora pro nobis. Regina Angelorum, ora pro nobis. Regina Patriarcarum, ora pro nobis. Regina Profetarum, ora pro nobis. Regina Apostolorum, ora pro nobis. Regina Martinum, ora pro nobis. Regina Confessorum, ora pro nobis. Regina Virginum, ora pro nobis. Regina Sanctorum, o mio, ora pro nobis. Regina Sine, la me originali concetta, ora pro nobis. Regina Sacritissimi Rosarii, ora pro nobis. Regina Familie, ora pro nobis. Regina Pagis, ora pro nobis. Danius Terei, qui toris peccata mundi. Arce nobis domine. Adios Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, exaudi nos domine. Adios Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. Ora pro nobis Andrei genitris, ut dini efficiamo il promissionibus Christi. Oremus, Concere nos famulus tuos, quesumus dominendeus, perpetuamentis e corporis sanitate gaudere, 